I'm Andrea Collins, and this is Mindful Mostly. It's a lifestyle show and a wellness show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. We don't take mindfulness so literally around here, you know? You can be mindful in whatever is important to you, whether it's the latest trends in wellness, fashion, your living space, celebrity. We get into it all, and we leave you inspired every single week. What's inspiring me right now? The gigantic green bowl I just ate. I mean, are you with me on this? Nothing needs to ever exist other than just like a big, I use air quotes when I say this, salad with a bunch of good shit in it because honestly, it was mostly rice and nuts and avocado in my salad and salmon. My God, was it good. Hey, I hope you caught last week's episode. It was Kate Moss's anti-aging and beauty tips. Did you try any of those? One of her one of her beauty tips is basically the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> Except you add some some cucumber slices to it. But really, I I had a ugh, like two days in a row last week where I just partied hard on like weeknights. You know when you wake up and your face feels hot and puffy and just like you're constantly sweating. I wanted to do the Kate Moss cucumber thing, but I didn't. Uh, honestly, because the bowl of ice water looked really cold. But I, I want to next time I have a hangover. And like I was saying on Instagram stories, I know that's going to happen. So if you've tried it, let me know. Give us a little shout out um, so I can see it on Insta stories at Mindful Mostly. Today is quite the show. We're going to get into micro-organizing. Because macro-organizing sounds really overwhelming. One thing at a time. Plus, we're going to find out if we're self-centered or not. Shit. And we meet a mindful mostlier, Alex King. She's here with her story about the brave moves she is making to take her life to the next level. I actually lost my papa in December. He was just one of those people that constantly exuded light. And everyone just always wanted to be around him. And you just like couldn't get enough of him. And I wanted to continue that legacy. And I really feel like in order to do that, you have to be whole yourself. And I just knew I needed to grow, reinvent myself a little bit. She's honestly doing something a lot of us wish we had been brave enough to do. And the good news is we still can. So longtime listener and supporter of the show, Alex, is going to bring us her personal story today. Let's get into it. Okay, I've got a bit of a challenge for you this week. You've got to micro-organize. That's the new trendy term in the decluttering world. And basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just organizing your stuff on a smaller level so it's not so overwhelming and you might actually do it. I did that to uh, I micro-organized my drawer that was like the sock, sports bra, lingerie, underwear combo. Every morning that I just need a pair of underwear, I'd have to like rifle through all this other stuff. And I spent probably 45 minutes one evening and um, I got it done. I tell you, every time I put on a pair of panties this week, it was so satisfying. Micro-organizing. Try it out this week. How do you feel about the tiny sunglasses trend? When this started, well, it actually, the experts, scientists, 
say that it started like at the end of 2017 because sunglasses just got too big. So to, to be edgy, you needed to have ones that were just so small. Hence the tiny sunglasses trend. When this started, at, I don't know, eight months ago is when we started to really see it. I did not like it, did you? I did not like it at all. Mindy Kaling had this viral tweet that I thought was funny. She said, we are going to regret this tiny sunglasses trend. But now, now I'm kind of into it. Even though I think it'll make my face look like a refrigerator box, because let's be real, some of us just shouldn't wear the tiny sunglasses, I still want them. Yeah. And lastly, experts say you are one of these four personality types. Which one are you? Reserved. Okay, girl, if you're reserved, come on, check yourself. Turn it up a little bit. Okay, reserved, self-centered, role model, or average? Which one are you? On the line right now is a huge friend of the show, a mindful, mostly supporter from the beginning, Alex King. Hey, girl. Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's so great to hear your voice because um, I follow you on Instagram and I see your shout outs for the podcast and it's so appreciated. And it's nice to actually finally get to chat with you in real life. Yes, completely agree. So you've had some big news, um, something that I wanted to start including in the podcast in season two was having more of you guys on the show and hearing about how um, you've made changes in your life and how they've panned out. And can you sort of sum up what's going on with you right now? You just made a huge move. Yes. So basically, within the last six months, I packed up the necessities I needed. I got rid of 90% of my things and I moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to Honolulu, Hawaii. Dope. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> tell me about the moment when this idea popped into your head and what, what did you think about that? So I knew I wanted to leave Charlotte and I just felt like I had really become complacent in where I was. I had a really set friend group. I was kind of doing the same routine, work, work out, go out, just like really set in the same thing over and over. And I didn't feel like I was growing as a person. And so I basically wrote down the things I loved, where I wanted to be, and I knew I wanted to live somewhere where you could do a ton of outdoor activities, which led me to Hawaii. And so I started festering the idea, um, really trying to do some logistics, and then I actually lost my papa in December. Mm. And he was he was just one of those people that constantly exuded light, and everyone just always wanted to be around him. And you just like couldn't get enough of him. And I wanted to continue that legacy. And I really feel like in order to do that, you have to be whole yourself. And I just knew I needed to grow. I knew I needed to get out of the same routine and just kind of feel uncomfortable in a sense, reinvent myself a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we always hear that um, big things happen when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, but it's, it's easier said than done, you know? Um, so what did you have to get in order before you made the big leap? 
So um, Hawaii actually has like extremely strict quarantine laws for animals. And I am actually obsessed with my fur child, Callie. (laughs) So I kind of had to go through the ringer to get her here. It's about a six month process um, just of like weird tests and vet visits and things like that. And also, um, I just got rid of everything, basically. You know, I really kept in mind experiences over shiny things. Like, things do not hold value that that much. Like, I just didn't want to live materialistically. And so I got rid of almost everything. My cutest shoes, everything. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it, w- it was hard. But at the same time, you know, it was refreshing. You realize how much you actually have when you're about to move across the country and I ended up only coming with two carry-ons and a suitcase, so it was crazy. Stop. That's so... Um, okay, so how good did you feel once you got rid of all the stuff? <laughs> it felt so good. You know, part of me honestly felt a little bit guilty because I really did have so much, and I couldn't help but think, you know, that there are people in places in this world that don't even have a single pair of shoes, and here I am um, with 20 pairs, you know, um, but it felt, it was just like a cleansing. Like I could just get rid of all the old things and only take what I needed. You know, like I packed the bare necessities and I just kept in mind if I need it, when I get there, I'll just get it there. Wow. That's really, really exciting. And so brave of you. I feel like, You know, I feel like so many of us have these big dreams. So how does it feel right now to know that, you know, you're you're at the beginning of making this huge life decision? Um, To be honest, it does feel scary. You know, like I don't really know anyone here. I don't have a job lined up. Um, I was so lucky to have a mutual contact that has taken me in and letting me me and Callie live with her, which is so kind. But honestly, I feel kind of a sense of peace just knowing that I did this for myself. And I really believe that when you feel something in your heart, you should just go for it. And you can't really rely on others to support that because it's your dream. You have to chase it. You have to work for it. And it's going to feel good. I know in a year I'll be so proud that I did this and I'll just be in the right place, in the right job with the right people. Yeah, no kidding. What kind of job do you think you want to get? Like, are you also, now that you've made this move, do you want, you can kind of reinvent yourself. It's like no one knows you. Um, you have no clothes or shoes. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> totally, you can totally. fully reinvent yourself to, to live the life that you've always imagined. So, like, what are you dreaming? Well, I really am trying to be mindful, actually, of, mm the jobs I apply for just because I want to do something that helps people. I feel like that's why I was put on this planet just to do something that helps people in general. Um, I was actually working at a kick-ass cycle studio in Charlotte and I loved everyone I worked with. So I really love the fitness industry. It obviously, you don't make a lot of money doing it, but it is very rewarding. So definitely kind of stay in that industry, anything in wellness, just be around people in general. I'm definitely not a nine to five desk girly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great that you figured that out, you know? Um, one last question, because I know that you've been a fan of the podcast for a long time. Um, actually, two last questions. What advice would you give to somebody who is dreaming about doing this but doesn't feel like they have the guts? I would say 
just to hit the ground running. Do not let anyone else's opinions of your dream affect or dictate your decisions to chase that dream. Because so many people would tell me, you know, when I would say, oh, I'm moving to Hawaii in August, they would say, what, why, it's so expensive there. Rather than just say, wow, I hope you love it. You know, like we're socialized to always find the negative in situations. And a lot of people will tell you what's not good about your dream rather than what is beautiful about your dream. So if you know in your heart that it feels right, I say 100% go big or go home. Just go for it. (laughs) Nice. And um, yeah, lastly, and very self-indulgently, how has Mindful Mostly helped you along this journey? Oh, I cannot even begin to explain. So every Tuesday morning, (laughs) I listen to Mindful Mostly. It's kind of like my time. I used to do it driving to work, but I just always knew, you know, it's just, I feel like everyone you've had on the show thus far has offered something that has helped me along my journey specifically. You know, um, I actually bought the book, Find Your Purpose by Mastin Kip, and that really encouraged me to keep chasing my dream and you know, just keep moving forward in the things that I felt were right. So um, I definitely appreciate the people you've had on the show, but also definitely you because you give people a platform to also, you know, tell people what they've learned throughout their life, which is so helpful to young people, especially myself. Oh, man. Well, I'm so excited that you're one of those people now because your story is really inspiring and you're so well-spoken and you're such a smart woman and I cannot wait to check in with you in like six months and see how it's all going. Does that sound okay? Yes, for sure. In the meantime, you can follow Alex's journey on the gram. What's your handle? It's at AlexKing213. Amazing. Alex, thank you so much. I still think about that. Do you ever think about what if you'd moved away somewhere when you had the chance? I constantly complain about where I live. Some people love this city. And like, if you love cities, Toronto is a really great city. But if you love nature, it's basically the worst place you can live. Sometimes I look at my window and I'm like, why? Of everyone I know, I'm the one who wanted to be in the nature. And I am literally surrounded by hot garbage and cement at all times. So it kills me. Sometimes I'm like, what if I had just, what if I had just moved to that place that I've been wanting to move to for the past 25 years, 25 years ago? That being said, it's never too late. Now, if you are someone that's listening right now, and you have a story, something's going on in your life, I want to hear from you. Alex, uh, I think, is such a, such, a, such a brave person for doing what she did. You know, she doesn't even have a place to live. She's got some random person hooking her up right now. How great is that? She's going to look back on that moment in so many years and just think, God, I did that. That was so brave of me. If you know somebody with a really empowering personal story, reach out to me. You can go to mindfulmostly.com. You can also um, DM me on Instagram, mindfulmostly, or also just, um, you know, post a video and tag us in it so we can see it. 
Also, if you guys haven't gotten your High Vibe 5 yet, all you have to do is leave a review of the podcast on iTunes. Take a screenshot and email it to me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com. And I'm going to send the High Vibe 5 right back to you. It's a five-minute manifesting and magnetism session. Sets you right in five minutes. All right. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. I will talk to you next Monday, okay? Right here on Mindful Mostly.